All right, so we are live. So, so sorry for being a bit late tonight, but unfortunately, some uh, technological problems um, occurred. Like my laptop, like uh, it didn't want to work with with my equipment, so I need to reset it now. It it doesn't uh, want to, you know, uh, turn on again. So so it's a bummer, but. But uh, it didn't stop me from uh, from running this show tonight. Uh, after all, so I'm so happy that that uh, I still managed to you know figure out a way to be tonight with you, be tonight with Zane, because I know that this episode is gonna be so important for Zane. And um, you know, so every five weeks we have this format that. We take turns on being interviewee and uh, in interviewer. So this time I will be interviewer, Zane will be interviewee, and I will be interviewing him on personal coaching business, on his personal coaching business. Uh, and for me, it's uh, it's really uh, important to, to be the interviewer in this discussion because... Honestly, I'm I'm still a bit skeptical about the whole thing of personal coaching. So I hope that after today, after tonight's show, I will be at least a bit less skeptical <laughs> or I will be fully supportive to that. So um, maybe Zane, before we start, would you like to add something? No, I, I'm quite passionate to uh to talk about uh what we're going to talk about today which is on coaching and perhaps share a little bit about why i why i choose this and why i decided to do this and hopefully you know um debunk some of the myths as well so um what i would say is that um, if you have any question during the show please please do drop a comment and let us know and you might have some myth around coaching as well so hopefully i can help to uh, answer some of those and then you can at least make an uh, informed decision from that point yes yes exactly so we will kick off with uh, first question very important question so your why uh, your how how did you decide to start the side hustle side hustle in personal coaching industry yeah, so um, for me, there are two things, right? So one is on why a side hustle, and then the next thing is why coaching. So why side hustle? And I think I choose to do something on the side. It's just because I know that there's one day, obviously I'm working, etc. I love my job. I love to be able to work with. It gives me the fulfillment. I learn and grow, etc. So I'm quite happy with that. But there's a part of me that knows that I can do more and I want to do more. I know that there is a level of potential that's inside me that I haven't tapped into it yet. So that's when I started to go, you know what, actually, can I do something on the side to just test things out and see whether I can, I really like this thing or can I build a new identity from this point onwards? So that's when I decided to go, okay, I'm going to do a little something on the side and that's a side hustle, right? So why coaching? For me, it's because I realized that's always been who I am. I just never realized that coaching was an industry. So when I was growing up, I loved reading any books, right? Simple books like, oh, how do you communicate better with people? How do you build better relationships? All those kind of things. 
but I never paid attention to those when I was a kid. I just read those those books and then I started to love something about magic and magic is all about human interactions and then also talks about human psychology. It was only until a few years ago when I had some personal challenges that I had to go through this process then I realized wow coaching is actually a massive industry outside. Um, but as with any massive industry, you also come with some of the pitfalls, which we might talk about later. But that's why I decided to pick coaching because it has always been something that I'm interested in. And that's why I also decided to do something on the side. So that, that's, that's why I pick coaching as a, as a side hustle. Okay, so actually this idea for this business came from your like personal need, I would say. Yep. And it, it tell me, do, do you have a personal coach on your own? I do, yes. Okay, cool. So so coaches uh, have uh, coaches. <laughs> coaches have coaches. Never work with coaches who don't have coaches. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly that. And do your coach, uh, d- d- does your coach have a coach? Yes. My and who's the coach of the coach? <laughs> I have no idea. And I think that's I think that's it. You know, there's always a sequence that works like that. So um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so my next question is, tell us, uh, what do you actually do for for mm. for others? You I don't I know that you don't you don't like to call them clients, you call them uh students so what is the real benefit that you deliver to your students yeah uh this is a very good question by the way because if people don't know anything about coaching or they know about coaching i think this is where it gives you a negative connotation which is people just think coaches they just go and talk to people and tell people what to do and i think they are certainly coaches that does that and for me that's what amateur coaches do Um, that's not a real professional in the game. For me, a real professional in the game, what they do is that they ask very good quality questions. And the quality questions are there to help you to find answers to your own problems. They don't tell you what to do. They don't tell you what needs to happen. They help you to have a different perspective shift in, um, in the problem that you're facing. And this really brings back to what Einstein very famously said, which is you cannot solve a problem from the same level of thinking that first created it. So think about this. If you create, if you think about where you are now, you're like, oh, I'm a bit stuck on this. I have this challenge. The way that your brain runs the thought patterns is exactly the same because it's who you are. You have learned this from past experiences or whatever knowledge you have got. So you are feeding yourself, building up the same story, the same case over and over again. It's so deeply embedded within you. And what a coach do as an outsider is to come in to help you to recognize that pattern and interrupt it. It's to help you see where does this pattern even come from. So um, I'll give you an example, right? Because we're talking about shifting perspective and there's a reason why for this perspective shift most people get stuck and then they can easily fall into like um victimized state i was like oh why does this happen to me etc etc and you feel stuck a lot of the times and an example that i'll give which is what coaches do if you're really helpful is one of my students and i call them students because they are there to learn they don't just pay you money 
They are there to make their lives better. They are there to make progress in their career. They are there because they care about being better and they're there willing to learn. That's why I call them students. And I'll give an example of my student who actually, interesting, is she earns almost three times as much as my income. Almost three times as much. And then when she told me, I was like, oh my God, I'm coaching this person who earns so much more money than I do. Um, but then the trouble with that is that because she earns so much money, then she has got a lot of dedication to work. She works a lot. And she also feels very, 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 very stressed, right? Working overtime and all those kind of things. So I asked her two questions. I said, um, if I take away this identity of yours at work, right? So you work. But if I take work away, what's left inside of you? And then she would go, hmm, I don't really know. Like all she know was that she was working, 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 working. And when she doesn't get satisfaction in that identity, in that working, that's when she feels like I'm not getting what I need here. Because that identity that she holds so strongly to is not really giving her what she needs or what she wants. Then I said to her, okay, fine. Um, so do you ever talk to any friends about this? And then she was like, yeah, I've got a few friends with the same issue. I talked to them about it because I experienced it so much. That's why when I tell them, I tell them this is what I do, et cetera, et cetera. Then I said to her, cool. So here's a question for you. What if all this stress you're experiencing and life in general is happening for you and not to you? And this is when she suddenly goes, ah, okay, that's interesting. Tell me more. What if you are going through all of this because there's a lesson for you to learn and what you're there to do is to pass on all these learnings so that you can help someone else with the same challenges that you're going through because you've been through that and now that you can turn your mess into a message. Um, and that message really sticks with her because even now until today, she's still talking about it and she really learned how much about this idea of what if life is happening for you and not to you and there's a reason why now when things happen she goes there's a reason for this and instead of now me feeling stressed or stuck i go and find out ah maybe this is why i'm experiencing at the moment so i know one of the tangent talking a lot of stuff but the core the core thing is to help you have a shift in your perspective but more importantly put you back into an empowered state so that you know that you can do something about it rather than feeling like you're a victim and you're powerless okay mm -hmm. uh so so if if you were to tell me in in one one sentence or maybe two sentences what's the real value of of your service i think there is real value and the value is not something tangible That's okay. why people struggle with that a lot. Because I can't tell you, I can't put a ruler to tell you your mindset has grown from X to Y. Okay, yeah. I, But, I get it. Yeah. Like, what you just said, how I understood it, is like, because I'm, I'm trying to, to also understand, like, uh, sort of uh, difference between, you know, personal coach and, uh, and psychologist, you know? Mm. And and from what you said, I understand that both of you, so both personal coach and and psychologist, they both like help people to let's say open some wounds that are getting infected, and you are not realize uh, you are not realizing that. But 
then you both both of both of you probably are putting some let's say salt on that wounds to make them more itchy and and painful but then i i i understand it i understood it that way that then you rather show your student a way to uh, to heal the wound on their own while psychologists are you know healing their wounds like that's that's like you are showing the way and psychologist is just uh, I don't know paving the way for them I would say is, mm-hmm. is uh, am I am I understanding it correctly I think you know you can start to go down to um, you know what is the role of psych of a psychologist what's the role of a therapist then what's the role of a mentor what's the role of a coach etc for me it all gets too complicated right so that's why mm-hmm. i don't call myself a coach even but we'll get to that later okay. for me i think if you want to do a great job you have to learn about psychology so in some aspects you are a psychologist if you want to do a great job you also have to be a therapist to some extent because you want to know what happened in the past that caused them to think about things in the way that they're thinking about at the moment. So for me, the skill sets are the same, no matter what you are. And at the end of the day, you're dealing with that human, but you just deal with a different way. So coach might focus more on how do we move forward because you cannot change the past, but psychologists or therapists might go really deep into the past to really heal that thing in the past and hoping that by addressing that, it can move you forward. So one is more forward thinking and one is more dealing with what's happening back there. So, but the, at the end of the day is to help you get out of yourself, right? Um, and that's how I see, I don't care how they call themselves, they call them whatever they want. But at the end of the day, you just need to find someone who can get you out of that rut that you're in. Okay, but, but, is, but answer this question honestly. Yep. Uh, would you be a um, okay maybe you are not as experienced yet but do you think that let's say uh, you will have a person with real like mental health problems let's say like severe depression no do you think that a, a really qualified personal coach would be no. able okay no and this is where integrity comes in i had this case once uh where someone come to me they self-harm, they said they have depression, they said whether I can help them or not, etc. I said, do you go to the hospital and see a doctor, etc. He's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So basically there is a sign of depression. And I just say, listen, thank you for sharing that with me. I cannot help you because I'm not a trained psychologist. I don't know how to deal with depression, etc. But if you need help, finding out who can really help you I may not know you, I may not be able to help you, but I can certainly help you find resources to help you get through this problem. Mm-hmm. I don't say to them, I can fix that problem because the truth is I cannot. Um, and I think that's where, if there's a real mental health issue, I'm not the expert. Okay. That's it. All right. That's, that's, that's so, so you explained it really well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, from from let's say from from my side, from mm-hmm. my point of view, so sales and marketing, uh, is there any like specific profile of people who uh, should have you as a coach, or maybe any coach? Is coaching for everyone? Actually, yeah, 
That that's a good question. So, um, in terms of profile, I don't think there is a specific profile. Like in terms of demographic, obviously, you know, I can choose who I want to work with. So, for example, I only want to work with um, young adults, millennials, or Gen Z, generally people who are under thirty-five, because I'm that age. The problems that we're experiencing are pretty much more around career direction. What's my purpose, and all those kind of stuff. It sounds really cliche. But it is exactly something that people are going through because I just had a conversation with a friend. That's exactly what's going through their head at the moment. So I don't think there's a certain profile of people who should have a coach. I think it's more about the mentality, which is if you feel like you are in a situation, you have a challenge, you have an issue or whatever, and you really struggle to get out of it yourself, then I would say you probably need to reach out to somebody to ask for help. And this person. Should ideally be a trained coach who can help you identify patterns of your thoughts quite quickly, give you some exercises, and then do it. So, in terms of whether or not everybody should have a coach, I don't think so. And this links back to my previous question, which is the first thing is we just have to respect that everyone learns in different ways. Some people prefer to work with a person directly. Some people might be able to take some value just by reading a book. Some people might do online courses. Some people are just very self-aware, and then they can just, you know, watch a YouTube video and get on with it. But some people just can't, and you just have to know what is the right channel for you to get out of your own way, because only you know that. So for me, I think it's more how ready are you and how open are you to be shown a new thinking, a new thought, a new direction, a different way of doing things. I think that's more important. It's not about age. It's not about experience. It's about how ready you are. It's about the mentality. Okay.、Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I I get what you mean here. Yeah.、Uh, so 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 tell me, can you can so so I'm I'm still wondering how、uh, mm. how can anyone benefit from it? Do you have any? Maybe examples for、uh, like you shared one example already, but、yep. maybe maybe you have some some other ex examples to share with us, like、uh, how you help someone already. Yeah. So another one is that、um, student of mine changed jobs, moved from one country to another, and he is very happy that he has made a decision that he made that leap, made that jump. And he was same thing. Had a hard time at job.、Um, really don't know what to do next. Has always thought about going back home because girlfriend is at home, etc. The only thing that was stopping him was the job, really, the pay, etc. He didn't like where he works, but obviously pays him very well. And then I just said that、um, okay, like what stops? So obviously we went through the whole process of you know if we move home, what are the good things that can happen? What would be the worst thing that can happen if we stay? We went through all these things, but it's really hard because it's you know you don't do overchange overnight change at any one time. But what we did was that we said, okay, let's do this then. Why don't you go speak to your employer and then say that you're not really happy with the job content, you're overworking, etc. Tell them your problem, and you give them one chance to fix it. You have tried this in the past. The employer doesn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Try it again, and we'll give them one more chance. If they don't, maybe you need to tell yourself that you know what I've tried. It really doesn't work. I just have to admit the fact that they just won't do anything about it. So he tried that. He asked them, and then one day I just got his message, and he said, 
fine. I've been thinking about what you what you've told me. I had enough. I decided life is too short to do all of these things. And then he resigned. And then he went home, moved home. It was super scary for him, but he did it anyway. And now he's living every day with his girlfriend. Um, life is very good. Yes, he earned less, but life is very happy. I did follow up with him to say, how are things with you now? Now that you've made a decision, I feel like I'm accountable for you making that decision. I just want to know how you're doing. And he was like, yeah, life is very good. I'm very glad that you pushed me and I made the courage to jump. So, but he wouldn't have jumped if he wasn't ready to make a change. So um, that's why I go back to, if you really want to benefit from this, you can't go to someone expecting them to just change you somehow magically because the job of a coach is to nudge you in the right direction to give you the right reminders, but you are the one who needs to take the action. And having someone just so that you can share your thought with that somebody and then they are there to hold you accountable when you do it or not do it. Um, that's where someone can benefit if you really want to go down that nitty gritty. Like that's that's really awesome example actually. And uh, what I what I just wanted to say is that uh, it's like maybe more general observation of mine is that we are the generation that I think we we value overall happiness in life mm -hmm. over, over money like mm -hmm. mo most more most often like when i look at the generation of my parents i don't believe that's the case in in their generation but yeah. when to our generation uh i think that's that's what we what we seek in life happiness not uh we don't put money over everything mm. and and i think that next generation will will be even more into let's say a trend of pursuing happiness in life instead of pursuing stuff like uh, money family kids and all these uh steer steer uh, uh you know you know what i mean stereotypes yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's why, you know, when you go back to saying what is the profile of your clients or students or customers, I go I only want to work with millennials because millennials and people who are younger, you know, people our age, we, we, we just have a different, we're just born in a different world compared to our parents, etc. But the same thinking was almost like being passed down to us, but we know that we want something different. So there is a a, a conflict there because we have been taught one thing but what we actually want is another so now it's about resolving that resolution that that conflict and having them to realize that actually at the end of the day it's only your life that matters like no one gives a shit so it's whether you do something or not or five years later you look back and go shit i've just wasted the last five years doing exactly the same thing so which one do you want um so I think you're absolutely right. It's like there's a different generation that values different things. That's why I only want to um, work with the ones that I resonate with rather than, you know, someone like 50 or 60. Well, not that I wouldn't help them, but uh, uh, my preference would be, I think working with the people that I choose to will bring me the most joy and happiness. Even if they don't have much money, I don't care. I just want to make sure that um, they, uh, they, they do have the happiness that they deserve. All right. Mm. Uh, 
And now tell me, because as as I mentioned earlier, mm. uh, I used to be quite skeptical about uh, about uh, coaching. personal coaching, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm still a bit skeptical. So so tell me, how do you handle objections of potential not clients but students? <laughs> yeah, exactly, and. <sighs> I love this question because I struggle with this so much because I had to really go through a hard time to convince myself, right? Um, because it's something that's not tangible. I can't just show you to say, I can't open up my brain to show you, oh, you can do this to that. It's not, it's not that straightforward. So objections, and I thought about what are the common objections that I had when people do it? The first thing is that um, people would say that not everyone wants inspiration, one growth, one whatever. They're like, why do you keep pushing all this down to us? And that's why my friends nowadays, like, they know I do all these things, but I always refrain myself of trying to talk to them or coach them out of things because I don't want to push this onto them. If it's not the right time, it's not the right time. So if people will tell me that, oh, but not everyone wants um, a coach, not everyone wants growth or inspiration or aspiration, I was like, fine. Um, and I actually did a, a live on LinkedIn previous talk about this, which is if you're super happy in your comfort zone, please stay there. There's no need for you to do any change. But if you're super happy where you are, please, like genuinely go live a freaking amazing life in there, in your way. But there's a tiny bit of you that goes, you know, I think I can do that much better. Then I would just say, I'll just introduce a bit of curiosity to go, okay, if you know that you are, you can, do you really want to explore it? Are you, does it just feel good? Because, oh, it feels quite nice that I'm somehow growing, but I'm not actually moving the needle forward. It's like, what do you actually want? It's not, I don't have to decide. You have to decide. It's your life. It's not mine. So if you think that you want to do a bit more and you need that extra accountability and to change the way that you do things, then find your options, right? You can read books, you can do whatever that goes back to self-awareness. If you think coach is the best way to help you get there, then do it. I'm not saying that coaching is the only way, it's one of the ways. So I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing, once you get past that, people will go, oh, but then why do I need to pay a coach? Right? Why do I need to pay someone that much money just to get them to talk to me? I can just get a friend to do that. <laughs> and I go, fine, speak to a friend. But how many times have you gone to a friend with a problem, they either ended up talking about their problem or you either don't know how to respond to it. They're like, oh yeah, are you okay? Or they know how to talk to you. You feel good in that moment. But two days later, you go, oh shit, I'm thinking about the same thing again. Right? Because the whole point about proper coaching is about identifying that pattern of thoughts. And most important is about repetition and accountability. It's about keep reminding you that, oh, you're back to that cycle again. It's about reminding you, oh, you're thinking about the same thing again. It's about reminding you that, oh, you're going back to that victim state again. It's about someone using an external pair of eyes to tell you that, or to remind you that, oh, you're falling back to that same old pattern and we're trying to move you out. Remember? Remember why you're working on this? Remember why you want to get away from this? Remember where you want to be? What started you? So I think, you know, coaching people see it's all about talking, but it really isn't. You know, and I just spoke to a friend, right? So he paid, I think, two grand for, um, for a coach. And I asked him, like, what makes you do that? He was like, he really had enough. 
of okay. he was really having enough of struggling, etc. So he ended up going, you know what? Let's just let me just get this once sorted. Let's just get someone in. Let's sort this out. So at the end of the day, if I do have someone who keeps coming up with objections, I will just be really honest with them. I will just say, and actually I said this to one of my friends, you know, I very close friend, but because I care for him so much, but I need to do that by catching out his bullshit. So I just say, hey, listen, we can have a talk now and then we can sort this out. We can work together and get you out of that funk. But if you don't, that's fine. You're just going to learn it. It's not going to be me who's going to help you out. Life is going to help you out and you're just going to learn it the hard way. So you pick. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you'll get out of it anyway. It's just which way do you want to go down to resolving this problem that you have? Mm. It's that simple. You know, if they just keep coming up with reasons, I might just say, you're just not ready and fine. You just learn it a different way. But if you're ready, if you're open to new ideas, to changes, then I'm willing to um, support you. Talk about it. Let's maybe do one or two sessions. If you really enjoy it, we can continue. But if you don't, that's fine. But please go find some other helps. Read some books. I can give you some resources. Go else because you're going to have to struggle with the same problem anyway. So I'd rather help you out of that. So this is where it comes back to the um, how much value you're providing people, etc. But in terms of objections, I'll try to address some of them. But if they keep coming out with reasons, I'll just say, I'm sorry, but you know that if you keep coming out with reasons, you are going to keep coming out with reasons and you're going to keep staying where you are. So you either face it or you will just learn it when something kind of bad happens and that has to give you the perspective that you need. Yeah, I I actually understand what you mean. Like in my case, it's it's the fact that when I when I need like specific type of potential clients mm. who are like already when they hear the price, they are like uh, they will not accept the price no matter what's what's included, you know? Exactly. Their approach is like, yeah, I will never pay this kind that much uh that that much money for for this kind of service. Mm. Then I know that there is no point of uh you know, trying to, uh, uh, to you know, uh, to deal with their objections. Because exactly. they are straight away, they are like, no, like, the, 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 that's, uh, like, they they don't value my service uh, Absolutely. that much, you know? Uh, so, so, so I, that's how I see the, 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 let's say the parallel, parallel between uh what you do and what i do Mm. but but the next question uh will be again Mm. i you know i'm 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 poking a bear here Uh, that's that's how i feel i'm poking a bear so so my next question is what does it make you uh, to be a qualified personal coach yeah and when i saw this question i was like Okay, I shouldn't swear, but uh, <laughs> um, but I did struggle with this a lot when I first started. And not just that, right? I'm only 27 and I think, oh, I'm too young. I don't have much life experience. Who am I to coach? All these insecurities pop up, right? And then um, this is where the perspective change happens. I go, oh, hang on a second. 
why would people ask this specific question? What makes you qualified to be a coach? It's the qualified word that matters, right? Because qualified means you are the real deal. You know what you're doing. And most importantly, I know that you can help me with my problem. Okay, so I go, okay, so at the end of the day, if it's about helping them with their problem, if I can solve that problem easily for them, does it matter or not if I'm qualified? So I thought, ah, okay, let's try this out. So that's why I work with some of my students at the moment. They don't pay me, by the way, because I want to test this idea to see whether it works or not. And I tell them straight up front, right? I was like, I'm not qualified. Um, I don't have like some training that helps me to do this, but I know what I'm doing. Are you willing to give it a go? And this student that I told you who earns like almost three times as much as I do said that it's the best thing ever she has ever done. Even when she worked with a professional therapist, she was like, I still want to talk to you. Mm. And that tells me something. Now, I'm not saying that not getting qualification is not important because I then subsequently went on to get a qualification. And then I also trust this, which is for me, coaching is as much as an art in terms of communicating with people as much as it is a science because I want to use science-based facts to help people out. I don't want to just come up with some random BS or some motivational woo-woo and you help them. I really study it. I study neuroscience. I study, you know, your brain, amygdala. I study human behaviors. I'm doing like a diploma course in cognitive behavioral therapy. I do all I can to make sure I equip myself with those knowledge so that I can really work through that Um their problems quite quickly. I learn, I read books. So for me, is that I did the work. But at the end of the day, even if I did the work, if I don't learn to present it in the right way, I'm still not helping my clients or students with their problems. So at the end of the day, it's about finding the right way to help them with their problem. Because if we can do that, they don't care um, whether you have a qualification or not because their problem is solved by you. And that's all I focus on. Like, like, I 100% agree with you because there is another analogy with, with my business where, you know, uh, people very often brag about the courses that they completed for digital marketing. Mm. But the truth is, I have done some courses mm. and actually without practice, without experience, they mean shit. Exactly. And, and, and you know what's, what's funny? The funny thing is, that people think and accept for you to be digital marketer, to be personal coach, mm. to be qualified for it. But mm. at the same time, more or less the same people elect unqualified people to be their presidents, prime ministers, etc. Mm. We have unqualified president in Poland. They have unqualified prime minister in, in the UK. They used to have <laughs> unqualified president in the United States. Yeah. And, and you expect people doing your digital marketing and personal coaching to be qualified by some piece of paper where you pick people, where you, when you pick unqualified people for the most important role in your countries? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sorry for raging a bit, but, but that's the no. truth. It's exactly uh, the same thing. The, it's, yeah. Humans are very irrational behaviors. We think we are rational, 
but we are actually very irrational, right? Like you say, politics is a great example of that, right? And there are much more people, like if you think about company leaders, et cetera, like they are definitely way more qualified to lead a country, right? Because they're visionaries, they know what they're doing and they just get things done. They do things for the right reasons. But, you know, we just, we, for some reason that we just, we just, we just don't do the things that are most rational because they are, there's this thing called emotions as well. So emotions will override any rational decision-making process. Your emotions mm -hmm. is everything that makes the decision. And you know this, right? Then you do digital marketing. We know how important it is yeah. to tap into people's emotions. Yeah. And because that's the truth, when we, when we feel angry or whatever, we know that it's irrational, not the right thing to treat people badly, to shout at people, but our emotions take over and then we ended up being, you know, grumpy, shout at people, or we just like slam the door and then we regret it. It's like, mm. it happens. So, and that's why I think, you know, qualification is just a rational way of thinking. How do I know this person is a real deal? And my way is to tap into their emotions and go, listen, I might not be the right deal for you. I know I am a deal, but I just might not be the right deal for you. But the only way we're going to find out is to see what I can solve your problem out. And that happens by the first or two sessions. If you don't learn anything, fine, go find somebody else. If you do, you know I'm the real deal. Doesn't matter I'm qualified or not. And now let's talk about price. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so last two questions. Let's make them quick because uh, we are running a bit yes. long. Uh, so, so first question is, what was... What is the most pleasant thing about uh, coaching or maybe the most pleasant uh, moment of your coaching career so far? Yeah, I would. I'll, I'll do this very quickly. Uh, so this student I was talking about that I'm working with, um, she, so this person who earns a lot of money, she, uh, I can think of another example now actually, but I'm going to stick to one. So she's on holiday and then uh, she, it was her birthday. I just bought her an Amazon gift card to just say, listen, I just want to buy you a gift because you have really worked hard on yourself. And I just want to um, congratulate you on taking action and being taking charge of your own future because you know something is not right, you do something about it. So here's a 15 pounds gift. Go buy what you want, treat yourself well, be happy. You can do whatever you want. Just send her that gift. She came back to me and said, thank you for your very kind words. I bought a set of watercolor um, pencils um, and I'm going back to do something I'm passionate about that brings me a lot of happiness and I want to draw something for you can you give me an address if you don't mind I want to send you a gift back and for me that's a great moment which is it's about the connection with people because you can have lots of friends but I don't talk to a lot of friends about the problems or the struggles that I go through um, but when you work with someone like a coach or a therapist or a whatever you want to call it you really share your struggles, you share your stories. And I think when you start to talk about that, you go into a different level of relationship. And for me, that's the most pleasant thing for me, which is that's what human beings are built for at the end of the day. And that's what I value. And that's what gives me the, the, uh, the joy and happiness. So that's the most pleasant thing I find in this, uh, in this area of business. All right. Uh, so our show is not a Hollywood movie, so there will be, let's say, no happy ending, but we will finish it off with a quite tough question, which is, what is the hardest thing about being a personal coach? Ah, this is a hard question. This is a hard question. Um, 
I, I know I mentioned it in the beginning, right? I actually hate the word coach. I don't like it because I think there's a negative connotation. People misuse that word. Everybody calls us a freaking coach. But for me, I hold that word to a very high standard. So for me, I tell my students that um, I don't want to be a coach or whatever coach. I want to be a real friend for you. I'm not trying to just give a spin, but that's genuinely how I approach it. I want to be a real friend because a real friend does two things. A real friend will handle your bad news and good news. And when you tell them a good news, your real friend will help you celebrate them, will help you integrate that joy, integrate that happiness into you to know that something good has happened. Let's go celebrate it because we don't do that enough. But your real friend will also help you listen when, something's, when something bad is happening to you. He or she will listen. And more importantly, he or she will give you the support that you need to go through that. It's not what you want. It's what you need to go through that. Sometimes that involves some really tough conversations. And that's what, for me, a real friend does for you. So for me, the hard thing about that is that you have to go into that level of friendship with your students or clients when, you have, when they don't know who you are. And how do you establish that relationship very quickly is by going back to how do you work with a human being? How do you understand the right questions to ask so that they know that they're talking to you at a different level. For me, at the end of the day, it comes back to working humans and everyone is different. So you have to really have the skill, the art of communication and the science of asking the right questions so that you establish that relationship and very quickly escalate that so that they know that you are the real deal. You are coming genuinely as a real friend. And it sounds easy um, up front, but I think that's also very challenging because it's not it's, it's quite hard sometimes to have to go pierce straight into someone's heart directly. So for me, that's the hardest thing. All right. So that was it. Actually, uh, I have, to, I uh, honestly, I have to admit that 40 minutes and you managed to, uh, to, you know, to change a bit my, my, my Less view skeptical. on, on personal coaching. Maybe I'm not, I'm right now. I'm not like, Oh, it's a, uh, it's a, you know, solution for everything. Mm-hmm. But I believe that it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely good in in some situations. Mm-hmm. Probably, uh, like, I am a person who likes to explore new things in life. So. Mm-hmm. I guess at some point I will probably also explore uh, personal coaching on my own. I mean, Absolutely. not as a as a coach, but as a as a student, uh, mm. because I guess uh, you know uh, I have huge ambitions, but at the same time I think sometimes I need to you know ask uh, correct questions. I need mm. to you know, get this direction. Sometimes I need to get back on track when I lose exactly. the track. So, so yeah, that's, that's how I see it might help myself. Yeah. And, and yeah, you wanted to say something. No, I, I just want to say that I'm glad that I managed to turn it around a little bit. Um, but I honestly want to say this, right? If I can leave everyone watching this with one key message is this. Um, I'm an advocate of coaching obviously but i'm also an advocate of you finding the right way for you to sort your problem out 
Okay, I'm not saying that coaching is the one thing that everyone must do to change the world, to improve your life, to blah, 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 blah. Like, I think that's too much fluff. Gary Vaynerchuk talks a lot about self-awareness. And I think this is where self-awareness really comes in. You have to work out what's the best way for you to learn and do things differently. It's very important to know that your habits makes who you are. But how do you change that habit is where you, the self-awareness needs to be deployed. Now, why having a coach is easy? Because reading a book, you can't interact with a book. You can't ask the book a question and it gives you an answer. Audiobook, you can listen. You can't ask the audiobook a thing. YouTube, great. It might give you a perspective change at that moment. But again, three days later, you'll fall back to the same thing because you, you can't ask a YouTube person the question. But a coach is different. A coach, if it's done correctly, you ask the question, you get the answer you need to hear, not you want to hear. And I think that's very important, which is it takes some courage to tell you that, hey, that's a load of horseshit there. Sort it out. Let's work on it. But you don't have to do it on your own. Um, so for me, um, I think I think if you, want, if you think journal is a good thing to do it, fine. But you will realize that all these methods are all individual. It doesn't involve another person. And sometimes to have that perspective change, you need that extra person to talk to. That's why when we all have problems, we kind of have an urge, want to talk to someone about it. And every time we talk to someone about it, we feel like, ah, oh, that feels much better. That's that's where I think. Uh, but again, I'm not advocating that coaching is a solution for everything. You have to find out what's right for you. And I think that's super important. Brilliant. Very well said. That was great, Cherry, uh, on top of our... Uh, tonight's episode cake uh, so uh, just to uh, top it off, finish it off follow Zane on Instagram loads of great content um, add, add Zane to, to your friends on Facebook as well, uh, loads of great content uh, uh, I, I guess you also have your own YouTube channel now, right? Yes, so lo oh, I loads know of, loads of great content there as well uh, follow us on Instagram because now we will be doing more content over there. Like yesterday, I released. I feel personally, you know, uh, I'm not a modest person, so I will just say it. Amazing video on marketing, and you should definitely watch it. It's only three minutes of, of, of your life, but if you are a business person, if you run your own business, it will be life changing for you. So go to our Instagram and watch it and don't forget to like it and leave a comment underneath uh, I did. nice to see you bro oh yeah indeed <laughs> hi mate nice to see so... you well, thanks mate thanks for that <laughs> comment it's very kind of you so yeah so let's let's finish it uh, and uh, speak to you next week like subscribe and uh, see you next wednesday See you all. Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye.